0: Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's com slash Wondery. Welcome to AMP, the actionable marketing podcast from AMA Omaha. My name is Jordan maddox cop the president of AMA Omaha, and it's my pleasure to be kicking off AMP once more and bringing you great marketing and community partnership information. Today we are amped to bring you a First look and a first conversation with our AMA Omaha Cares partner for 2021-2022. My guests are Fernanda Rutzel, our AMA Omaha Cares Vice President, and Katie Hankey from Yes Youth Emergency Services of Omaha. Welcome, ladies. So when we are sitting here and luckily getting to talk about our AMA Omaha CARES partner for 2021-2022, we want to start by diving in with our current vice president of AMA Omaha CARES for the AMA Omaha board, which is Fernanda. And Fernanda, I was hoping you could give us just an overview of what the AMA Omaha CARES initiative is, how many years it's existed, and just sort of the general purpose of this program within AMA Omaha.
1: Yes, absolutely. So um, AMA Omaha has actually been around for almost 60 years, and in that time, we've been the leading network for local marketing professionals. And as a part of our mission, we really focus on serving the Omaha community in in more ways than just uh, marketing relations. And so throughout our time as a chapter in a program, We developed what is known as the AMA Omaha Cares Initiative. And so every year we partner with a local nonprofit and um, we partner with them for the whole board year and offer that organization marketing support, fundraising and more. And so really through this initiative, we hope to live out our commitment to bring positivity and change to our community.
0: Fantastic. And let's talk just briefly about the other two organizations that AMA Omaha has supported through AMA Omaha Care since we launched the program. And then we'll get into the excitement of speaking about and with our new partner for this year. Yes,
1: absolutely. So previous partners in 2019, we worked with the Heart Ministry Center. Their mission is to provide food, clothing, health care, um, and a way for People who have been severely affected by poverty in the Omaha area to move forward. And as part of our partnership with them in February 2020, um, we partnered with Roast, the Nixarbin, or a Hill of Beans, as they're also known as, and um, supported them through a Valentine's pot pack sale. So that was really cool. And then just this last year, we partnered with the Nebraska Tech Collaborative. They are an exarban workforce initiative, um, and they are business-led and of over a hundred business, government, education, and nonprofit partners. So their goal is really to work together to drive results and scale to build a work, work excuse me, and scale to build a world-class tech ecosystem in Nebraska. So really excited about those two partnerships.
0: And that's fantastic. Um, we've actually, Fernanda and I have both been on the board just about long enough to uh, have seen AMA Omaha Cares really evolve and grow and become much more of a structured initiative within um, our annual board year since it was started with Heart Ministry Center. And Fernanda, I was wondering if you would like to do the honors of introducing our partner and our friend who is on the line with us to tell us all about our partner for this year.
1: Absolutely. So we are very excited to be partnering with YES or Youth Emergency Services this year. Cannot wait to work work with them and and see what kind of um, efforts you can elevate together.
0: All right, and now it's my pleasure to introduce Miss Kate Hankey, who is joining us from, it looks like her home office, possibly. Um, (laughs) And she is going to kind of walk us through the absolutely incredible work that YES does for the Omaha community. Um, Sort of starting with Kate, if you don't mind, just what your role is at YES and how long you've been with the organization.
2: Yeah, um, so I am a development specialist. That means that I help with all of our fundraising events. I help with um, donations um, and communications towards donors. Uh, And I have been there two and a half years. So loving it so far.
0: That's awesome. I love it when people sort of get past that initial one-year mark with an organization and really feel like they can sink in their teeth and kind of have full footing and appreciation of the group around them. So congratulations on that milestone for sure. Thank you. Um, do you want to go ahead and just give us a brief history of YES and the mission of the organization?
2: Yeah. So it started out with a group of volunteers that was down the old market um handing out food and things like that, um, and then they noticed that there was a lot of homeless teenagers or teenagers on the streets when it's you know it's during school time it's that kind of stuff, and they didn't have anywhere to go so one of them bravely decided i'm going to take these kids home because they need a place to stay, and that's how yes was formed um out of somebody's house so It's a crazy, awesome story. Just the big hearts of these people who wanted to help these youth that were on the streets and didn't have anywhere to go. Um, So our mission is to help um, homeless and near homeless youth become self-sufficient. So that's our goal.
0: That is such an incredible origin story. The fact that it was really born out of somebody's personal home and just like wanting to wrap their arms around youth in trouble. I mean, based on just that, sort of origin story for the organization, how would you describe the other people who are involved with YES?
2: I We're a big family. I mean, we're all working towards the, towards the goal, right, of helping our youth, and our youth are, they're also family. I mean, I, I work in the admin office, so I don't really get to see the youth all the time, but when I do, you know, I know about them, and we talk about their birthdays, and what's coming up next, and it's just, it's like a big family. And that's, that's awesome because a lot of our kids don't have maybe that connection with their family. So I'm glad that our, our staff and we can be there for them in that way.
0: That's amazing. I mean, how considering, you know, the impacts of the pandemic and all the instability in the world and in our community as a result, I mean, have you seen the role of yes, change or sort of the services or the way in which we interact with the community change since the onset of everything in 2020?
2: Yeah, um, we, we were, um, obviously no one was prepared, right? No one knew how (laughs) to handle it, um, to say the least, but we were so just blessed because we had a lot of people donating masks, donating handmade masks, um, hand sanitizer, uh, things like that, and food items. So we have a mobile pantry that we do now uh, that started because of the, the pandemic. Um, we normally have our pantries Tuesdays and Thursdays at our outreach center. Um, but since our outreach center was closed because we didn't want to you know, spread anything, um, we have been going to where our youth are and dropping off bags of food and clothes and whatever they may need. So that's something that will continue after the pandemic is over. <laughs> um but
0: over in air <laughs> yeah when
2: whenever things go back to relative normal um but it's something that we're going to keep doing because it really does help our youth especially if you know they don't have a way to get there or it's too far to walk
0: and that was another um thing that I was really interested in learning more about not just the you know aspects of going to the youth and meeting them where they are, but I was also reading about your transitional living program and was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that effort and, you know, how it helps youth who have become somewhat stable, but work towards sort of that full self-sufficiency.
2: Right. So our transitional living program, we help our youth um, stay in housing uh, so, you know, it, it may be easy, they may have gotten on the right road, they have a, an apartment or something like that, but it's it's hard to stay there, or they need to, um, they don't have credit, so it's hard to find a place, you know, if you don't have an ID, you don't have things like that, so our our um, specialists help with that, you help get them into a stable apartment, and then we also have um, another program that helps keeping them there, so if they need help with um, the down payment, or you know, the first couple months rent or just utilities. We also have a program that helps with that. So keeping them in a place that they can call their own, that they feel safe. Um, and that kind of gives them a leg up, you know, it's their place They're They're not worried about couch surfing or getting kicked out or anything like that.
1: So
0: what would you think if someone was to sit down with you and talk about, yes, for a full hour and you were to regale them with awesome statistics or just interesting pieces of information, what do you think somebody would find most surprising to learn about your organization or any of the events you put on?
2: Um, well, that is a great question. I have so many statistics. Um, I would say, honestly, that um, a lot of people, a lot of our youth are still getting kicked out for things that most people don't think kids will get kicked out for, so being a member of LGBTQ+. Plus. Um, getting pregnant, um, those kind of things. Uh, obviously, we also do have kids that need to leave um, a bad situation, right? Um, we do have youth also that are aging out of the foster system, and they don't have anywhere else to go, so we kind of help them get on their feet. Um, but we, I think one of the the biggest numbers that I always use when I go and do presentations is, you know, how many how many youth do you think are homeless on the streets of Omaha? And it's, it's 300 and that's <laughs> an astronomical number, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy to wrap your head around that. And when I first started, someone said that to me, I said, there's no way, there's no way. Um, but it's true. I mean, we do have a lot of, and, and homeless or on the streets is it could mean, like I said, couch surfing, living in a car, like it's, it's variables, right? But they don't have a stable living situation. So that that number always, it's always my go-to, but yeah.
0: So I was also looking at your website and it looks like, yes, just has an incredible number of upcoming events. So I was hoping we could walk through a couple of these and maybe you can outline what people can expect from the event, how they can get involved and how they can support your organization. So the first one that I noticed on this list is the golf outing that you have coming up on August 30th. So can you tell folks a little bit about that and if it's an annual event or what to expect from it?
2: Yep. So that is our golf event. It's on Monday. So it's coming up.
0: Woo, coming (laughs) Um, in hot.
2: It is. It is coming in real hot. So (laughs) I will be doing a lot of golf stuff today. Um, But we partner with Union Pacific. They're a great partner. We've had this partnership with them for for years, obviously, before I started, um, and they bring in their uh, suppliers, merchandisers, those kinds of things. Their partners um, in the UP community and in the railroad community, and we throw a golf event. Um, so all the money go- goes towards our program and helps you know helps us fundraise for the year. Um, but it is um, just for Union Pacific. Um, it is their event, so they invite people for that. Um, but we do have our public event, our Dance for a Chance, coming up in October. Yes,
0: and I know that that was sort of put off a little bit in 2020, so what can people expect from that, and what's the um, format, what's the history?
2: Yes, so Dance for a Chance has been put off, I think, two times since the pandemic hit, um, just because we didn't know in the beginning, we were like, oh, a couple months, it'll be over, you know, like everyone thought, right? No, no. Um, So then we moved it to October 7th this year. Um, We normally do it in August, um, but we moved it to October this year because of everything going on, right? Um, And we have had the great opportunity of partnering with people in the community. So it's, think of um, Dancing with the Stars, but on a local level. Um, We're so lucky to have volunteers who want to be a part of our mission and want to help out with this event. So we have, I think it's nine lucky dancers who um, are dancing right now, learning their dances and fundraising to help um, spread the word. And on October 7th, they're going to get on stage and show everyone what they've been working for. So it's it's a really fun event. Um, and this year we have added um, a, an online uh, viewing party, if you will. So you can stream it online through our and buy tickets that way if you don't feel comfortable coming to the event.
0: Now, that is a great idea. I can see lots of people wanting to hang out and watch some great local folks kind of shaking their money makers for your organization. That's fantastic. And right. I noticed it also has a Roaring Twenties theme, which I think is super fun and glamorous.
2: Yes, we're really excited about it. Um, obviously, you know, it's 2021. We were going to go for the 20s, 20s. <laughs> Roaring 2021s.
0: Yeah, yeah, it happens. <laughs> Excellent. Um, let me, I've lost my questions. You can cut this part of me stumbling over losing my questions. <laughs> um, so having been with the organization for two and a half years, do you have a memory that really stands out to you as particularly special or a success story that you really carry with you of the work your organization has done for this community?
2: Um, I have a, like a personal I guess it was just it wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't anything super amazing, but it just it really stuck with me. Um, we had a youth that was helping out um, at the admin office, and uh, she was there for a couple of days, so I got to really know her. Um, I sat right up front by the door, and she was helping out up front, so we got to talking, and I got to know her. Um, and her birthday was coming up, and she always wanted a disco ball, and we had one, you know, laying around. Someone donated or whatever, so. Um, I gave, we gave that to her for her birthday and she was so appreciative and so just thankful for, you know, just something fun for her birthday. Um, and she, I think since has graduated our programs, so very, very happy for her on that, but just the the little things getting to know the youth, um, and then seeing them succeed is amazingly rewarding. So
0: that's a great story. <laughs> it's a really great story. <laughs> Um, Who would have thought like kids want disco balls now, you know, like I thought that would be retro. Cool. I know. Maybe like lava. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to jump back over to Fernanda for just a second. And Fernanda, I'm wondering if you can talk through a few of the ways in which AMA Omaha is working to support. Yes. This year. um, And sort of what to expect from AMA Omaha cares month in February.
1: Yes, absolutely. So. As a group of marketers, a lot of our focus um, and ways that we can help, yes, Omaha is through some of those initiatives. So we have an awesome online presence on social media. So helping get the word out about their upcoming events that Kate just walked us through, um, sharing graphics, sharing any of that information on there, and asking our board and our members to um, reshare those posts of that and sorts of that. Um, So that's one way. Also, newsletter features telling the story of, yes, Omaha. We actually had a blog go out not too long ago about their mission um, and continuing to do so throughout our our year and our partnership. And then the AMA Omaha CARES Fund takes place in February. And during this month, we we either help co-coordinate an event or um, tack on a fundraising element to one of our current events. And really, the focus for that month is All hands on deck in support of of yes and how can we help um elevate their efforts and their needs for for the rest of the year so those are some really great ways that we um we help support their efforts
0: and we're definitely looking forward to that we were actually lucky enough to have a few members of the yes team at our last board meeting to give some introductions and bring the two organizations a little closer together so that we better understood what Kate and company are working on and, um, their efforts in Omaha, not just now, but year round and historically. So Kate, I'm going to go back to you. If, if you were to say, you know, the number one way you think people could get involved in supporting yes, um, through the end of 2021 and into next year, what would be your suggestions? Honestly,
2: right now, um, monetary donations are really what we need most. It really allows us to be flexible and help meet the the challenges and things that are coming up, obviously, because we don't know what's going on right now, right? So due to the pandemic, we've just really been, we haven't been able to utilize our volunteers because we want everyone to be safe. Um, So monetary donations really help us um, get what we need for the youth, get what we need for our shelter and our other programs. Um, So that is a huge way um, to help. Um, That being said, though, if you do want to donate clothes, um, a great place to do that would be Tip Top Thrift Shop in Benson. Um, They are our partner and uh, the proceeds from all the sales there comes to us and helps us fund our programs. It's also a place where our youth can go and get uh, clothes, uh, furniture, things like that for their new apartments or for a job interview. So another great way to kind of help us help us out.
0: That's I had never heard of that location before. That's great! What a great program too. It's like a fantastic, tangible community partnership for people to actually visualize some of the great work you do.
2: Exactly. Yep, we're very blessed to partner with them.
0: Fantastic! And before we sign off, I was hoping that you could leave us with the best ways to get a hold of. Yes, um, the easiest way to make donations, any um, contact information that you might have for those who are listening to rally around the YES organization?
2: Right. So our website um, is a great place to start just to get more information um, and then to kind of see how you can help. Uh, We do have a lot of helpful things on there. Um, So our our website is yesomaha.org. And then we are, I am in the office or in my home office, so we're not all back yet. Um, But a great way to get a hold of us is our phone number 402- 345-5187 Three four five five one eight seven. if you have any questions, um, or you can email me directly at khankey at yesomaha.org.
0: That's fantastic. Kate, thank you so much for joining us today. And we're really excited to be representing and partnering with YES this year as a part of AMA Omaha Cares. So again, you guys were voted on by our members, so they're all rallying behind you all as well. That's awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And Fernanda, our thanks to you. I don't know if you have any closing remarks on AMA Omaha Cares or YES?
1: Really excited to continue the partnership and see where we can take our, our combined efforts.
0: Thank you to our guests, Fernanda and Kate, and for their amazing conversation around YES and AMA Omaha Cares today. Remember to check out www.yesomaha.org for information on youth emergency services and amaomaha.org for information on membership in your local chapter of the American Marketing Association. Thanks for joining us.
1: A Media Production.